Welcome to Com Speaks, a podcast series produced by the Department of Communication Studies at Tarleton State University. On today's episode, we celebrate the department's 15th anniversary. You'll hear about what was, what is, and what will be concerning communication studies at Tarleton State as faculty, friends, and students celebrate our 15-year journey of excellence. From our studios here in Stephenville, Texas, here's your host, Dr. Tracy Holly. Welcome to our third podcast, and today I am bringing in Mr. Winston Dawson. I almost said his name backwards. <laughs> I do have two first names. He does have two first names, just like me, Tracy Holly. I get called Holly all the time. But Mr. Winston Dawson is here today. First of all, say something, Winston. See if you recognize his voice. Yeah, it's me again. Yes, I'm he is. I'm back really soon this he's time. He's back really I'm soon. I'm usually the beginning and end of each podcast. <laughs> he is the voice of my introductions and conclusions. And thank you very much for doing that for me, Winston. Oh, yeah, no problem. Well, I'm going to start off today. Uh, how long have you been in the Department of Communication Studies? Five years now. Five I just years. got my card. I've got lunch money. You for got like your five card. visits. Yes, all right. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. The first goal it's been is fast. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even realize it. Yeah, it is fast. It's really fast. Yeah. Now, were you here full time at the start, or did you start part time at Tarleton? I started part-time in two places. I was a half-time uh, adjunct and half-time at the radio station as a... Uh, oh, I don't remember. Yeah, I was a, back. A, a tech. I was a oh, radio station okay. tech. You were a they tech. kept me on. I did okay. Oh. Because that's how I got my foot in the door to start working at Tarleton. I was grad assistant for the radio station because ah. I did my graduate degree here. Mm-hmm. I was actually the... In the first class that graduated. And I was the first kid to walk the stage as a comms major oh, from wow. the graduate program. Yeah, I had now, a scheme. Yeah, I was yeah, scheming the whole time. And the whole time. And now yeah. you are five years in, a full-time faculty yeah. member. Very yeah, good. I Congratulations. Like well, um, I know when you came in full-time, one of the things you have had to pick up, or were asked to pick up, I don't know if it was part of the job description or not, is the debates oh, yeah, that the we do every semester. The Great Texan Debate. The Great Texan Debate. And we have one coming up soon. You want to talk about that just a little bit? Yeah, November the 3rd at 6 o'clock, we're going to debate the uh, assault weapons ban or a potential assault weapons ban for the state of Texas. So that'll be good. Uh, I've really enjoyed debate. I really had no background in debate when I started it other than I had taught some classes, but I had never personally debated, nor right. had I taught a debate class. Uh-oh. <laughs> but I was very interested, and it, it's turned out well. I've enjoyed it. I like I like being involved with the text and debate. I really like being involved with the students. Uh, the debate is our, our department's high-impact practice program, our HIP program. Right. So... That the HIP programs is where we get the students involved outside of the classroom, get them a higher level of engagement to make them feel like they actually did something. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And uh, that's what our department does. So we have debaters from our core classes is who we try to recruit from, but we'll let anybody debate. We'll let any student who wants to debate, debate. It's a university-sanctioned event. So if you want to come debate with us and you need to miss class, it's like you were playing a football game. You can get out of class. <laughs> you can get out of class. Yeah. <laughs> get out of class free. But, uh, it's been good. 
uh, I really enjoy seeing students participate in discourse and being able to talk about polarizing topics. There's always a level of emotion involved, but being able to do it on the substance. Right. Not just anger and listening to opposing ideas. Yeah, and I think you've done a very good job because I've I've gone to the debates and listened to them the last few years, and the students, um, you know, especially those, you have to have someone on either side of the argument, oh, yeah. whether that's their side or not, and they have to learn how to argue oh, the yeah. other side, which is a very you know Aristotelian idea. Uh, but I I think they've done a good job of. Of, of being on both sides because we've had some pretty strong topics well, touchy topics intentionally polarizing right intentionally yeah, we want to we want to provoke conversation we want people to talk but we want like i said one of the things that we like doing is letting say you have they're so polarizing so people come in with their the their stance on a given topic like the assault weapons ban now right there's kids that are way pro-gun and there's some kids that are way Mm anti-gun but if nothing else at the end of the debate they'll see that there is value in what we would call the opposing sides arguments right even if you don't disagree they still have a point and they do have something there that's what i try to tell like say this semester with the gun kids like if they if those people with the opposing argument didn't have one this argument would be over but we continue to have it because there's valid points right. on, both on both sides to be made right yeah. how do you pick your topics <laughs> i try to stay with something that's kind of relevant at the time right so at the time when i was stuck between this and maybe a 15 dollars an hour minimum wage like something that would actually go into policy that we could talk about right because we, we do want to keep it policy oriented that way what i mean by policy policy oriented is more real world applicable Not just something totally out of a hat. Exactly. You know, and Texas right now is getting a lot of publicity across the nation and even in some other countries because of our the the past uh, abortion oh yeah yeah and i don't know if that's one that might be on the table that's for what we're spring. doing next semester all right we're gonna do it in the spring you're gonna do it in the spring so <laughs> if you have one side or another opinions on that students Which or anybody you might want to join do. the debate this yeah. spring and that'll be a good one because i think that's one that does get emotional and people right. get angry but and it's okay to be emotional about it it's a, it's a very intimate subject to a exactly. lot of people mm-hmm. but be able to present your ideas yeah. without just yelling at people. Exactly. And listen to why, why, why people have the beliefs that they do. Speaking of that and emotions, I know you used to have this meme on your door uh, about the uh, change my mind. And I always said, you should do that. You should yeah. do that. And then yeah. you've started that. Yeah, we started that. Uh, and it was funny. I didn't know what to expect. We did the first one this week. And I thought that it was going to be me having to just stand there and debate these kids, but they kind of went into the straight into the emotion. A lot of them did, and were just kind of ranting. Mm-hmm. But it was cool. There was some engagement, and they did kind of calm down, and we just talked about stuff. Right. And we threw some ridiculous premises out there, but that was to try <laughs> to get people to engage. The one they wanted to engage most with was the. Uh, the parking issue right all the students want to talk about parking yeah, that's a hot button topic oh here. yeah and they it's get they get really topic. angry they lined up to talk about it which <laughs> and by talk about it we mean yell at me as if i can build a parking lot <laughs> yes <it's, laughs> hey, the money is in your pocket <laughs> yeah yeah and that's something uh 
just you don't have to be in the debate class to do this no, debate. No, you can just show up uh, and debate. Um, you can learn from is that um, the emotion, as you said, the, the emotion's okay, emotional topics, but you have to have your logical arguments. Oh yeah, and not to attack the other person. Yeah, you're 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 arguing. Well, like right now, we prepare about six to eight weeks. We meet up. I give them; they can miss one, but usually we meet up about six or seven times. And a majority of the time, what we're doing is uh, research, mm-hmm. research on our topic, and research on the other side. Right. It gives them; a, it'll give you a more informed opinion. Right. And I, like I tell them, I was like, well, maybe what if you keep doing your research and somehow your mind gets changed. It could happen. What happens? Yeah. Oh, I've ran into all these facts. Now I don't, I'm not as strong as I was on this before. I think the one that was so impressive, I had my students uh, uh, write a, a short paper, answer questions after you did it, was the free college. Oh, yeah, the free and college. And so many of them wrote, it changed my mind. I was for it. Now I realize there's no such thing as free college. Yeah, there's no such thing as free, period. It's still got to be paid yeah. by taxpayers and blah, blah, blah. And all this means is when you graduate, bigger tax burden. Yeah. So and you have people paying for it that aren't even going to go to college. That aren't even going to go to random college. random pa- taxpayers. Yeah. So they're subsidizing you. Yeah, so that was interesting that a lot of people who listened had their minds changed through that debate. And that's what yeah. it's all about is the oh, civic yeah. involvement and uh, knowing what's going on in your state, your nation. Yeah, and actually looking into it, doing a deep dive, one of the ones that I was kind of impressed with, it was a not as an edgy topic, well, it is now, <laughs> but at the time that we did it, we debated uh, mandatory vaccines. But yeah. we did that before COVID was born. Exactly. And you were ahead of your time. Yeah, we were ahead. Of, we were too far ahead of our time. Yeah. I wish we could have had that now. But uh, we had a lot of kids come out as anti-vax mandate. They weren't anti-vaccination, but they saw like there was basically at the end of that debate from all all the resources we gathered, there was no need to uh, mandate vaccinations for K through 12 kids because uh, everybody already does it. Like yeah. 99.4% of students in K-12 through schools are already vaccinated. Really? Yeah. Well, and that so changed a lot of their minds. Not that you should or should not get vaccinated, just that we should have a law for it. Right. Because exactly. you'd be legislating 0.6% of the school population. Exactly. When you're talking to an old-timer here, I have a smallpox oh. vaccine scar, <laughs> so I, I'm all about all mine. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So... Um, Okay, let's talk a little bit about some of your outside passions, whether they link here to uh, what you do at the university or something else. What is something that you're very passionate about that you are involved in? Like personal life or professional life or otherwise? Both, whichever you choose to talk about. Uh, Apparently, I'm passionate. I have two daughters. Ah. So that takes a lot of my time. Uh, My wife's currently working out of the state, so it's just us. Really? So oh, goodness. So your life is very full yeah. with the debate and everything else. Yeah, right they like to do stuff. My oldest daughter likes to uh, play ball. I coach. coach basketball in Glenrose. I coach their summer league. The uh, the girls are in seventh grade right now. Whenever they do summer league, I get to coach that for the school, kind yeah. of. So that's neat. I didn't know you were a coach. See, you can learn something new. Yeah. You can ask questions. passionate about that. Uh, I like working on things. I have a whole bunch of tools. I secretly like working on cars. <laughs> Well, about that. it's not a secret now. <laughs> uh, I do enjoy discourse. Right. I do like discourse. I like hard questions. I really enjoy things that 
maybe you're on the edge. Should you or should? Because I don't enjoy. So one thing I'm passionate about is a free speech. Right. So, I do like that. So and I try to stay in the know about everything free speech related. Because I think it's very relevant to us as a department. Right. And if that is your passion, what would you like to see our department do to further that in uh, the students' minds, the campus community, the community in Stephenville and forth? What we're doing now on a larger scale. On a larger scale. Keep growing our department. Like, do more events. Like, say, one of my ideas for my debate class next semester, I'm going to make them go do the Change My Mind. Excellent. I'm going to make them go engage. And I guess that's buzzword right now. Just get engagement up, maybe. That's what I'd like to see us do. Mm -hmm. And maybe try to stay free speech-minded. Or always keep that kind of, not on the back burner, but as an important ideal. Because we can't let that go. The uh, I was impressed with the uh, Texan New- the TNS. They had some issues come up, and that was one of the students' main concerns was censorship and mm-hmm. potentially not being able to write about certain things. Right, right. I, I think that's good. They should. That's the whole. That's their whole purpose. Right. Is to talk about things that maybe people don't want to talk to you about right. because that's the whole basis well, of liberty. Yeah, and, and, and freedom of speech. There's no freedom of speech if things that you don't disagree with exist. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but I think part of the issue, too, is some people get involved in it's freedom of speech. It's my right to say it, it's freedom of speech. But especially with the press and those of us who, when we speak, it has certain weight, um, oh, you know, yeah. legislature. There are rules, though. Free speech comes with consequences. And, um, sure. you know. And as faculty, our job, I think, is to promote the free speech, but be sure whichever format it's in, just speaking or writing a paper or whatever, they're aware of the legal aspects. Oh, yeah. You know. Especially um, with what they're doing, like broadcast and print, there are legal consequences. There are legal consequences, right. All kinds of things you can run into. Yes, Language matters. Right. (laughs) I think language is important. I think you should be able to use whatever language you want. But (laughs) But. like what you said, when there's... In a professional situation, when you're reporting and you're supposed to be somebody who's representing the facts, accuracy is important. Exactly. It's most important. Mm -hmm. More important than primacy. But primacy is taken over. Yeah. That's maybe one of the problems with our news. Everybody wants to. It's a race to be first instead of to be correct. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a great point. It's a race to be first and get that news out and get that scoop rather than to be Correct. Or uh, one of the things I've noticed is a lot of polarization. Yeah. You could have the exact same event in this newspaper. The, top, the Oh, you think everything was wonderful. And then you read the same article. But this newspaper, it sounds like yeah, a, a lot disaster. Of, a lot of framing going <laughs> a on. A lot of framing. A lot of framing. And that's something we also need to teach. Uh, part of our job, I think, is to teach students to use that lens, yeah. to look at everything, everything, that there is a lens, and everyone who's putting anything out is coming from a certain perspective. Oh, yeah. I think teaching objectivity is a big thing. Yes. That was something that was harped on when Dan Malone was here. I, I, I went to undergrad here as well, so I got to have class with Dan, and I got to have class with Dr. Howard. That's kind of an interesting wrinkle, too, because a lot half the people that I work with now, at one time, right. I was in their classroom. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. And now but, Mr. Malone's gone and Howard yeah. will be leaving soon. My yeah. goodness. However many days. He can tell you. Get him on the podcast. Yeah, he has He'll an tell app. He's a clicker. <laughs> 
he'll be on the podcast yeah. soon. So, but uh, they to me those guys almost made that like a bedrock of everything that we do. Like to be objective, to be, be honest, objective. and your credibility is everything. Every your credibility yeah. is everything. I absolutely agree with that. And I, I, I think that's one of the str- those keeping those. In keeping our department lockstep with those ideas, I think. Absolutely. I feel like we're doing that, though. I think I Gerhard so. does a great job with that. I do, too. Okay, let me put you on the spot then, Mr. Free Speech and okay. Objectivity and everything else. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Uh, we're, my students are doing speeches. Yeah. And I gave them some guidelines for picking topics, such as always consider your audience. The audience should be considered in every oh, aspect. Because this is the sentence I can tell them. If you learn nothing else in my class when we're doing public speaking, remember this. The speech is not for you. You yeah. can go home, tell yourself, it's for your audience. What do you want them to understand? What do you want them to feel? What do you want them? Yeah. Okay. How far or should we ever censor a student's chosen topic for a presentation? Ooh. Uh, I haven't run into that. Ah. Or, that is a hard one to answer. I think... If it's uh, intention, if what is the Supreme Court? I'll know it when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> if something, if you can tell that something is just intentionally offensive, like if it's if they're one hundred percent just trolling a group, I would right. say, or if they're being demeaning or something like that. Yeah, right. because again, we're in a professional setting. There is maybe so. I mean, I would hate for my department to have to answer for some off the wall. I don't know what. <laughs> well, I can tell you. I can give you an example. So I, I don't know how you do it, but I let my students have free reign of topics. And I just do the I'll know it when I see it. Right. So I let a student do an informative speech about flat earth theory. It wasn't a persuasive speech. He wasn't trying to convince anybody. He right. just explained flat earth, earth theory. theory. Yeah. I don't think he recruited anybody. I don't think anybody believed it, but he explained the belief of flat earth theory oh is that too far i don't know oh i don't think i so. think it's goofy more than anything <laughs> well and some but, people are you know proponents of that and that's fine yeah yeah it, i think also it's different when we're doing informative versus persuasive speaking yeah. i i do like you give them mostly free reign but i talk to them about considering the audience the consequences yeah uh and that it's their is responsibility it as the young adult choosing this topic now to handle those consequences yeah. what might come at you uh, but, but you have some nothing illegal nothing you illegal oh nothing yeah you illegal. can't stand up and don't admit to a crime please please <laughs> i have to tell on you if you well do we that. teach ethics you know as yeah. we're teaching public speaking and one of the things is do no harm we teach them that and yeah. that types of concepts so okay but yeah it is hard uh but I, I am a firm believer that the bad ideas do need to exist and the worst idea, the brighter the light we shine on it. And then that just makes the good ideas look better. Yeah, there you go. It's, it, bad ideas are not yeah. scary. You just have to, uh, like you say, shine the light on them. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know what time we started. I'm trying not to go over your time. but Oh, it's no big deal. What You say grow. Now, I've been asked several times, why don't we have a debate team? Oh, same. Yeah. What now? Isn't it the expense is a huge yeah, issue? I think there was a, multi, a couple things. The expense was one, and just demand. Mm-hmm. But 
I'm hoping with this change my mind. The cool thing about the change my mind thing that we're doing is we're getting engagement. That right. buzzword engagement. And uh, if we could use that as a recruiting tool, maybe we can make it happen. I mean, I've I've been under the assumption that if the students want it enough, if there's enough students that want it, the university will make it happen. Right. Just because. I mean, we are a student-centered university, are we not? Yes, we are. We're a student-centered institution. But that's the whole point of our existence is the service to students. Exactly. And if they want it, if we can get them to show up, the way I understood it is if we can get them regularly to just show up and say that they want a debate team, then we can make that happen. But funding, then we'd have to get somebody to coach the debate team or to right. escort them because they'll have to go to There's a lot of traveling with a debate like team oh, and yeah. something to think about too, whom, whomever would be over that. But, I mean, you know, we have the college has the pre-law degree now. Yes. And uh, government, maybe there, maybe we could find demand for it if we just look. I don't know. Yeah, that's, a, that's an idea. Put ourselves out there more. That's yeah. how we do the growth, well, I Maybe guess. we should talk about uh, so with some of those professors and ours about our students maybe having some of our majors and their majors yeah. debate. That could be an oh, interesting. No. Yeah. It's a contest. Now we'll get serious. Now we'll get serious. We'll talk serious. to Amy O'Dell about that. We challenge yeah. the pre-law kids we to a duel. challenge you to a duel. <laughs> or a debate. And the winner gets a taco. No. <laughs> or we can make a trophy. We can make a trophy. We can order a cup. We can order a cup. There oh, you the- go. <laughs> The Kofla Cup. The Kofla Cup. Well, that's actually kind of yeah. nice ring to it there. Well, we'll AstroTurf the, <laughs> the heck out of it. Make it seem like a big deal. Make it seem like a big deal. Okay. Um, well, I, beyond debate at Tarleton, what would you like to grow here or uh, other things you would like to expand in other than debate? Uh, other than debate, just for our department? Debate or anything else on the campus. On the campus? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I wish we would get more uh, exposure for our news service, like the television broadcasts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then we would net, or we could network with other departments like athletics or whoever to just give the university more exposure. I feel like we should be maybe in tune more with the comms, uh, the comms team up front. Maybe that would be cool yeah. with Kurt Magonye and Magoni. Sorry. He was one of my students when I first taught. Kurt was. First few years I yeah. taught here. He's the man. He's everywhere. He's everywhere now. Yeah, but like, maybe he could give us a hint. We could go with him or we could partner up with him and have university stuff on the TNS all the time. That's like, just, good. I feel like there's a lot of things that maybe are underutilized. Okay. That's a good point. But, I mean, you have to get people to do it. Yeah. Like, well, there might not even be manpower by the students to get that done. Yeah, and we d- we do have some new faculty in those oh, areas, yeah. and um, I think you know they've they've got some great ideas. I've been oh, talking yeah. with them, and I I yeah, think visited with Austin a couple yeah. times with Mr. Luter. Mr. Luter, yeah, he's got some good ideas. I think he's going to bring a good energy. Yeah, Dan was great too. Sometimes it's just sometimes it's just Cowboys newly. fired Tom Landry. Dan can retire. Dan can retire. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Pass the hat down. I'm not putting the pressure on Austin to be Jimmy Johnson. Right. Let's not do that, too. No more Cowboys metaphors. But sometimes that's all it takes is just a new person. Yeah. Yeah, Just uh, a new person to come in and take off with it. You never tell. Never tell. Okay. Well, I want to thank you today for being. Thanks for having me. Maybe I'll get busy on recording our intro. Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I still don't know how that happened. I don't know how people want me to record things. I think I sound kind of somewhere between Ben Stein and I don't know what. <laughs> well, you have a, it's a nice the tim- different yeah, voice, I guess. To your Sticks voice. out. Yeah. And that's been totally accident. Uh, you know, I worked in radio for a little bit. That's what got me the GA spot. It's, they opened a radio station in Glen Rose. Yeah. And uh, I worked there for a couple years, and that got me the experience. I go be the GA. I don't know. It must be my face. I have a face for radio. Yeah, that's how for, I just. You have a face for yeah, radio. That's how they kept doing it. They're like, ah, we'll let you do that. Unless you do the text. See, I mean, I couldn't believe they didn't have so, you on. And that, your I guess, voice. to answer your question, I think that would be fun to do voice work. I don't really know if I could, but to continue to do that, I think that's interesting. I think you could. I think you've got yeah, the voice for it. That'd be great. It'd be great. I'd love to. All right. All right. Well, thank you today, Mr. Winston Dawson. Got it correct. Thank you. Again. Yeah. And uh, say the debate time and day again and place, please. The debate please. will be November, November 3rd at 6 o'clock in the Fine Arts Center. And ask free entry. Free entry, but ask your professor. Some are giving some extra credit for that. Uh, You don't know until you ask. If you're in a a comms class, it's an assignment. So I suggest you go. If you're in a core class, core class, most of us give an assignment for that. Right. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I'll let you get back to your life. I'll see y'all later. For more information about our podcast series or the Department of Communication Studies at Tarleton, visit us online at tarleton.edu communications or find us on social media by searching for Tarleton Comms Department.